<laughs> true. Oh God, we're here on the at the Throwing Down Studios, right here at the base of the Ozark Mountains here in Arkansas. My good buddy Adam Burns and I. Now we're masked up and we're vaccinated. That's not true for all of our neighbors. Lil Willie and Big Willie up the street, they got them the COVID. But that's not happening right here. It's Joe Batance and Adam Burns. We're throwing down! Like I said at the top of the show, this is throwing down. This is this has been here done episode forty-two, I believe. Of throwing down a show I do with my good buddy Adam Burns, the Mouse of the South. I can't think of anything that rhymes with trumpet. The crumpet of the trumpet, Mister Adam Burns. Hello, Adam Burns. Uh, hey, Joe. Do, your lips aren't with your video today. I left them at home. Oh, I didn't want to bring them because I like, well, these lips were were mouth. You know what? They were mouthing off to me. I know that sounds like a pun, but they were mouthing off. So I said, "You know what? Lips, you stay home. I'm gonna do it lipless, mouthless. See, it works out just fine." Now I'm gonna tell you, Adam. So often, I am so surprised every week. You know, I love movie posters more than anything. Right? Yeah, you had a whole you had a whole problem where you were you were saying I don't know what to do. This person that framed this this movie poster did a horrible job. It got yeah. stuck. Yeah. I need to I need to take it to a movie poster restorer. Oh, oh we can talk about that at the show. I got the bill and boy does my ass hurt. However, Adam, that shows that you listen and I gotta thank you so much. Everyone I know you can't see this at home, but I'm still gonna do it. Adam you knew that I love movie posters, so you went and bought me <laughs> this beautiful Back to the Future poster. Wow. I love it more than anything. Thank you so much. I don't know what I've been doing for you to get me all these gifts that you've been getting me, but I'm humbled. I- I'm glad you. Li- I'm glad you like it, Joe. Do you get Daniel Brewer gifts like this too? All the time. Yeah, all the, all the time. Oh, that's good. Cause I would feel badly if you didn't. I think they get lost in the mail, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for that gift. Anyway, Adam Burns, um, what's been going on with you? It's been a lot of things have been happening since the last time we talked here and throwing down. And I want to uh, find. I want the audience. I listen to Geeky Gay, so I know. But why don't you share with the audience? You've been you're back at the trumpet and everything. Yeah, I don't remember what we talked about last time. I did, uh, you know, I did. Did we talk about the uh, church and all of that kind of stuff, or do you even remember what we talked about either? Well, the problem is, you and I, we you know you and I talk every couple of weeks here for throwing down. Yeah. But then we also talk in private, and I don't remember what's on private and what's not in private. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, folks, if I, if I if I repeat anything. Well, actually, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna tell a really boring story because that's what I like to do. That has nothing to do with with church orchestra because I know I didn't talk about this one. So, 
we are trying to, and when I say we, I mean my boyfriend and I, we are trying to do a couple of things around the house. Uh, we've been in this house for about a year and we have, it's, we have analysis paralysis when it comes to designing things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, but we're having a housewarming party. We waited because of COVID, but most of our friends are vaccinated now. I think all of them. And, uh, we wanted to have a housewarming party and my birthday was last week. Yeah. And, uh, and so, and his birthday is in September. Sure. And so we said, uh, you know what? Uh, we're going to have a housewarming slash birthday party. Okay. But we thought for whatever reason, I mm-hmm. think we're just using that as an excuse to find artwork for over our mantle of our fireplace. Mm-hmm. And we had a and we had a gift card that the the realtor had given us to this place in town. Mm-hmm. What's the so, name of the place? Give it a plug here. Can we know? It's called uh, you know it's it's a house, but it's H O W S E. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, and it's a, I didn't even know this. They have an artist on staff there Mm -hmm. and this artist makes custom artwork for them. Mm -hmm. And he'll also, they, they, he'll, they'll do prints or of his Mm -hmm. custom artwork or he'll do a custom. Why does he only draw the artist known as, he was formerly and currently known as Prince? Prince. Prince. Oh. P-R-I-N-T-S. Anyway. So, uh, so we thought, you know what, we're going to go there and we're going to look at, but it is so hard to pick art. I, I, I don't even, we can't figure out like what we wanted to get. So we go there and it all to me, Joe, sure. and this is kind of, uh, what do you call it when it's just basically splatters on the page or like they've, you know, there's no rhyme or reason. They've just impressionist or, Whatever. Abstract. Abstract. Yeah. Thank you. And so we go there and uh, we're looking and I was like, all this looks the same to me. Mm-hmm. It's there's nothing. And so we're looking around and we cannot. We're there for a couple of hours looking at all this art and everything. And we're trying to find something to go above our, you know, our fireplace. And this girl keeps coming over. Oh, is there anything I can help you with? Oh, I can introduce you to the artist. He can do all this stuff. Anyway, we ended up, we ended up buying a lamp because, uh, we could not find art, but I, but I, I guess what I want to ask you and I see, yeah, I see that you, I mean, your decorating style is more posters and things of, at least from what I can see. I, I haven't seen your entire house. Yeah. And, uh, but I, but from your room, I mean, I, I would, mm-hmm. I would assume you would put things that are more, you know, I don't know. You look kind of art deco to me, but maybe that's just because of the movie posters. I don't know. So I do own some art, actually. It's not hanging up here in the office and I never really show it, but I do have some art. Uh, it's hanging downstairs. Uh, I own very little art, right? That you would like the traditional art that you would say, but it's, I'm just more, I see what I like and what I, and I, I like what I see kind of things. And so then I, I buy it. We cannot figure it out. Like neither Mark nor I mm-hmm. know what style we are. 
Mm-hmm. We even we were on a plane when we went to St. Thomas, and for whatever reason, they had these Udacity courses on the like they had TV screens on the back of the you know on the back of the seats, and you mm-hmm. could watch a movie or whatever. But for whatever reason, now they have these training courses on there. Yeah. And there was one on there was one on style, and I said, "Hey, this uh, course on there has a quiz, and it'll tell you what your what your design style is." I said, both of us need to take this separately mm-hmm. so we can figure out what each of, you know, without prejudicing the other person. We just, we suck. Like, I, we need to what hire a designer. Well, well, hire we, a designer. Cannot, we cannot figure, and our house looks fine, but it's very plain. We haven't done much. I mean, the house looks good, but we haven't done much decorating because we cannot, it's not that we're arguing. We just don't know what we like. And so, you know, and, uh, I can't speak for Mark. I can't speak for Mark. What I would venture to guess is, and this is coming from also knowing you, is that you're the reason you're struggling. And this is only a guess, and I can't speak for Mark. I don't know what his story is. Okay. But for you, I would guess that the reason you're struggling is because you're trying to determine what other people would be impressed by or like when they come to your house. And the truth, you just got to go with, for instance, I actually learned something about myself with posters because I just get what I like for the most part. Early on, I was just trying to buy things that would be worth a lot of money. So I have a lot of crap that I need to sell. Right. But now that I only buy what I like, Aiden, boyfriend of the show, Aiden noticed that a lot of my favorite posters and and magic posters and everything like that have very very strong blues in them that i like blue i never knew this it literally blew me away that Although a lot of have, my movie posters i can't see any blue behind you at all yeah. it's all red yeah because it matches the wall but if you actually look at my other posters that's all blues like for let me see right here uh, I don't have anything right here, but they're all blue. A lot of blues, okay? And I'm just very, very drawn to blue. And I learned that about myself, but that's just naturally what I'm drawn to. I can show you right now, actually. I was laughing because I was showing Aiden that there was a uh, an Avatar The Last Airbender poster that I really liked. And these are just posters that I was just showing Aiden that I liked. I'm going to put them in the Discord, okay? And... That's when I did. That's when he pointed out you like a lot of things with blue in them. Okay, so here's an Avatar poster that I said, "Oh, that's kind of a cool poster," and a Zelda poster that I said was kind of cool. So, and and I, I didn't even realize that that oh, was yeah. the case, you know. So I would say that um, why don't you just look through things and see what you like. I don't know. I have trouble knowing what I like when it comes to design. I, I don't know why it is. Like I just because look I think at you're stuff, thinking I'm in like, terms of design. Do I like this? You know, and art, art. I don't. I've never really thought that I liked um, abstract art because I, I don't like. I could do that myself. I could literally buy a paintbrush, three cans of paint, and a canvas, mm-hmm. slap some paint on there, and be like, "All right, here's my abstract art." You know. We mm-hmm. we actually it did end up buying something online mm-hmm. that's a, a three panel sort of thing. And I don't know if we we're like, uh, eh, it looks fine. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll put it up. We'll see what it looks like when it, you know, when it gets here. And I, you know, one thing that I've thought about doing, not for the mantle, but um for the kitchen mm-hmm. is and we take a lot of photos of food. Sure. So like when we go to restaurants and or even like when I've been cooking for this show, I've been trying to make really, you know, magazine like photos of the food. And I thought mm-hmm. and we bought a whole bunch of frames and I we're going to we're going to make prints of various food photos that we've done in our travels and any, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do like a gallery wall of food in the kitchen. Yeah. In the, in the dining room. Mm-hmm. But this this living room is just I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Actually, the one we chose has a lot of blue in it. But uh anyway, it's it's a struggle though. I it's just like my yard. I can't I am I am stuck not getting anything done in the backyard because I don't know what to do back there. And so I'm like, we've got to find someone to design this because we're never gonna do anything until Mm-hmm. But it's just a pain in the butt. Anyway, owning a house, pain in the butt. Uh, I wanted to show you. I, th- I remember I told you that I, I have some art, but it's just not up here. So the story behind that was I was supposed to hang out with John Paul. Well, this is years ago, like five years ago. Okay. And uh, he said, Oh, I have to go to a friend. He, I just, before we go, I have to go to a friend. Uh, He's doing um, an, an art show at a gallery. Can we go? To, and I was just like, ugh, right? But I went, and now this, I can't find the exact one, and I'm downstairs. I'll take a picture of the exact one that I have. But it was something akin to this. This is him. This is the same artist, Mike Sideshow. It was akin to this. And I was like, I need to have it. I need to have that, right? And so... um and so this is not the one that I have. Uh, I have a different one. I'll take a picture and post it later. But I, I oh, didn't I... care. Yeah. And what he did was took um, p- uh, uh, book pages out of an old book on like uh, gardening in Japan or Japanese book and gardening. And then he made this image of uh, – because the same thing on mine is uh, of like a bonsai tree. And it's a very yeah. beautiful uh, piece. And I said, I just need to have it. And so, and I didn't know anything about the art. I didn't know anything about the artist. I didn't know anything. I just loved the artwork. And so uh, that's my suggestion to you is don't think about what other people will think. If you just like what's authentically you, then you will have, that's your style. Now, I don't, but I like, uh, we, yeah, I like maps. Okay. But, but that seems so like. I don't know, man cave or so like history professor or something, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I just, but why I, I do thought, you care? If that's know. what it seems, that's maybe what it seems. Right. Maybe I'm like, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm thinking what other people are going to think when they come in, you know, like, Oh, mm-hmm. another guy with a map on the wall, yeah. you know, or whatever. And I think, Oh, I can put that. I can put it in here. You know, this is kind yeah. of my rooms. I, yeah. I even have a map right there actually. Yeah. Um, What's fun. And, but I don't know, in my, in my living room, but yeah, anyway, so we, we bought something just cause we're like, oh, we've got to make a decision. We're having this party. We need uh-huh. some art. Yeah. Another thing I was thinking is maybe I would like architectural photography. Okay. Yes, maybe like you a, would. Yes. Yes. You know, or something like that. Whatever, whatever you like. And this is the thing is you just said it. You're having a party. 
people are coming over and you're thinking about what they would like. Here's the thing. Have, is, you, and seen I was, those, have you seen those photos of cows with the long bangs? They yeah. look like emo cows. Yeah. I'm really into those cow, those cow photos now, at the moment. Here's the funny thing. You mentioned the movie posters. People probably think, and I was just talking about this with John Paul, that if, uh, if they went to my house, there'd be movie posters everywhere. That's what's funny and why I have to get rid of a lot of them is I'm with it. You can't, I, I don't, I, I, you can't have a man cave in your house, right? So I would only put movie posters in very specific places, not in the main living areas, but I have other artwork for that. Does that make sense? There, there are kinds of artwork. I would probably only put the movie posters in my office, you know? Maybe one bedroom might have a theme, okay? But that's it. That's why I have too many posters. I'm not going to have a, a fucking house full of movie posters. I just, I don't know why I collect them. This is the way I like what they look. Uh, Adam, I have to tell you something. Speaking of having people over, I had people over. And you know what? This sort of intersects with our food segment. So we can go right into the food segment right after this, um, right after we talk here about this. But uh, for my birthday, I had people over. I had Jay Ellis and his boyfriend. I had John Paul and his boyfriend. Lori Roggenkamp came over. And uh, and I was like, we had such a good time that I was like, oh, we should do this again. And so I invited the same people. Lori chose not to come. Okay. My friend Bucky, who had attended in my at my birthday, did not come. But my cousin Richard, I don't know if you know this. I have a gay cousin, gay cousin named Richard. He's a week younger than me and gay. Okay. He hasn't been around a I, lot. I know there's a Richard that posts a lot of thirsty photos. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's the same one. Same but, one. Uh, okay. Same okay. one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he came as well. So it was myself, Richard, John Paul and Evil John were invited, Jay and his boyfriend, Paul. Okay. Now, I was thinking about what to do about food, right? And so I settled on, because Jay is very picky and only eats certain things. Nobody else is picky, but Jay is. I said, what if, we, what if we did a pizza party, okay? And then I remembered my brother for Christmas, his father-in-law gave him one of those swanky Una pizza ovens that use like wood pellets and whatnot. So I was like, so I call him and I say, can I borrow that uni pizza oven? Right. Uh, and, uh, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, I haven't even taken it out of the box. I haven't even taken it out of the box. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And I, and I, and I, and I prepped this thing. Right. And I like, chopped up all the the things for the toppings i chose the toppings and i and i wanted to make sure that everything was perfect okay so on friday my party was on saturday night now the plan was we were going to watch a movie there's a movie that i've owned that i've been wanting to watch with friends and make fun of called uh straight jacket with joan crawford all right and it's the craziest movie ever. I actually think I want to... St- I don't know how this works. Maybe you can tell me. Some people in the audience can tell me. I kind of want to stream it on Twitch and watch it with the afterthoughts. That's a whole other thing. Or maybe I can stream it on Discord. Someone can help me how to do that. I have the streaming capabilities. So, um, 
I wanted to do that with my friends. So I invited them. So the plan was we'd get together, we'd eat, we'd watch Straight Jacket. It'd be a great time. Straight Jacket's not a very long movie. But I go, I, because I never used this pizza oven before. And I consider myself a really good cook. I would do a test run on Friday uh, with my parents for dinner. So my brother actually happened to be, it's really weird, on Friday was at a swanky, like fancy pizza place in his, in where he lives. And so he bought me and I paid him back. He bought for me, uh, six rolls of pizza dough. Okay. So that's for the next day. That's for the party. But for Friday, I just went to like the local, like pizza joint where, where like there's like little league games have their after. I've never done that before. So you can just go in and be like, Hey, can I just buy some dough? Yes. Yes. And it's already made. All you got to do is roll it out. So I bought it from them, and I didn't do any prep. I didn't know how to roll up pizza dough. I'm like, how hard could it be? So Friday night. I can see you, like, tossing it up in the air. I was doing that. I was tossing it up in the air. I'm like, I guess you toss it in the air, and I guess you do this, right? The pizza came out. Okay, the taste of it was fantastic, okay? Now, by the way, before my, my brother lent it to me, he goes, just so you know, I've never used it, but but the girls, his daughters, when they say their grandfather, his father-in-law does it, like the, he doesn't do it right. The, it, the, it, the pizza's either burned or the dough is raw in the middle. It's gross. They hate it. Okay? Well, isn't it a so, thing with those uh, those pizza oven pizzas that you're supposed to get some black on the crust because it's so hot? Yeah, And you're supposed to have some char. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, they're saying he burned it, burned it. Okay. So anyway, so then I... uh. I go, okay, and I had theories as to what was happening. So Friday, the, the the practice day, I didn't know what I was doing with the dough, but the dough came out fine, except it looked like a mess. None of it was round, okay? None of it was round. It looked like a fucking disaster, right? It looked like, a, a, it looked like, a, a, like someone made a calzone in the shape of a vagina, right? Like they were gross. Okay. You just have to spin it more when you're tossing it. I didn't know yeah. what I was doing, right? And so I was like, okay, we can't have that for tomorrow, right? But that's the great thing about pizza is even when you fuck it up, it's a delicious fuck up. Okay. You know, you can just call it a flatbread and then the shape doesn't matter. <laughs> the shape doesn't matter. So then the next day on Saturday, because I already did all the pre-work, so I didn't really have a lot to do on Saturday. I watched many YouTube videos about how to properly roll out your pizza dough. And if anyone's going to do this at home, I highly recommend doing it. I learned exactly how to roll out the pizza dough. All right. Cause I was nervous about that. So now the party rolls around. I actually made guys, I, I cannot recommend this recipe highly enough. At the last minute, I go, well, I have to make something else because John Paul was bringing, um, a charcuterie board. Jay was bringing dessert. My cousin was bringing an Italian salad. And I'm like, we should have some other thing there for an appetizer. On the New York Times, they have this peach bruschetta recipe that is so good. It's just like every other bruschetta recipe, except, you know, you toast the bread with the olive oil and you rub the garlic on it. But then you spread some gorgonzola on it. And then you put some sliced fresh peaches on it and you put it under the in the pizza oven or i put it in the pizza oven you can put it under a broiler so it caramelizes the peaches 
Chef's Kiss, huge hit, right? So I made that. But John Paul bought, brought the hugest uh, charcuterie board. They had so much food. So at one, so we're sitting there and I go, there's so much food. I'm already full, right? Oh, by the way, Evil John didn't come. So it's just John Paul, Richard, me, Jay, and Paul. And I say out loud, Adam, I say, oh my God, there is so much food here. I don't even think we need to make the pizza. And no you, one said it. No one said anything. Huh? <laughs> You've already gone through all this trouble. You bought special yeah. dough. You got yeah. a pizza oven. Yeah. You got a pizza oven. And I'm like, oh my God, there's, I didn't even need to do all this, right? And just so you know, with this pizza oven, there's a lot, not a lot, it's not hard, but you have to get it good and hot. You have to put in wood pellets and light a starter and the whole thing, right? So now, no one says anything. At 8.30 p.m., we've been there for two hours now, Paul, Jay's boyfriend, goes, Where's this pizza? And I was like, oh, I thought we weren't having the pizza. He's like, I never said that. And Jay's like, yeah, we're waiting for the pizza. So now I'm like, oh my God, the pizza. I never lit the I never lit the fire. So now I'm running around. I have to light the pizza oven fire. It's getting dark. I can't see. I light it. It's super hot. Right now I have to get it super hot. I am so embarrassed. Adam Burns. And I made all these fancy pizzas, right? And I was rolling. I, they were all impressive. Like, oh, my God. Look at Joe. I, I watched these YouTube videos. He knows how to roll out a pizza dough, okay? Yeah. Adam Burns. These pizzas were so horrible. I don't know what happened this time. Oh. <laughs> I, the first, I make the first one, and I go, what, what do you guys think? And Richard goes, they're all like, oh, it's okay. And then Richard, go, and Richard has no problem. He did not hold back. He goes, the dough is raw. And I go, oh. And then at, Jay only wanted a cheese pizza. And then I bought this cheese that it was supposed to melt, never melted. So it was like partially melted. And then there's these cubes of cheese sitting on this pizza. It was awful. I did make this. Now I made this one where it was a fig gorgonzola bacon uh grilled onion pizza that tasted great i think there was too much stuff on it the 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 the, the crust was fall, flopping over it, it was just it was a whole i was so embarrassed because they I, love the peach bruschetta yes go ahead say something well i was just gonna say uh well first of all yeah i think in their defense on them thinking you were having pizza i think they thought you were just like oh my gosh I'm so full we probably don't even need the pizza. but they didn't think you were seriously saying I'm not going to make pizza. I think it was just one of those things you'd say like, oh my gosh, I'm so full. We don't even need the pizza. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. then, uh, you know, but to your, you know, to your chagrin that you're talking about, I, we had a party. First of all, yeah, I don't like parties, Joe. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you why. Now yours sounded fine because it was a few people. Yeah, You had a plan. You were mm -hmm. watching a movie. You were eating. But mm -hmm. I don't like these parties where a bunch of people come over mm -hmm. and there's no plan. There's no activity planned. They all mm -hmm. just come over and you eat, but you don't sit around. It's like a buffet. You don't sit at a table. People, mm -hmm. there's just all this food. And, and the goal is, I guess, to just mingle mm -hmm. and eat. 
Like, I don't mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. There's, it's not fun to me. It's boring. I was just thinking yeah. this the other day. We're having this housewarming party. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ugh, what are we going to do? I They're not going to be speaking English. Like, I want, I, you know, having a movie or a game <laughs> or something, yeah. you yeah. know, but we're just all, and I'm just sitting there like on my phone, you know, I hate it. It's like going to a bar. I hate going to bars as well. Anyway, yeah. back to your story. Cause you can't hear people at bars. The music is yeah. so loud. And anyway. yeah, but I sound like an old man. You do. Especially so, the part where they don't speak English. They had this, well, I mean, that wasn't a racist thing. That was a, they speak English in their business lives all day long. And when they all get together, they like to speak their native language. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there and I do not understand their language. It's fine. I'm the only person. I'm the only white boy But there. does Mark ever it, say like, hey, this guy doesn't speak you know, Tagalog. Can we all speak English for him? Well, they will speak to me in English if I go up to them and start talking, but I feel bad because the only time they get to speak their language is when they're together, and I'm the odd man out, so usually I just play on my phone. But anyway, so to your thing, though, we had this party one time, and this was when Mark and I had only been together maybe a year or two, so Mm -hmm. we were still newish. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to impress all these people. I'm going to cook, you know? And I decided I was going to make homemade pizzas. Mm-hmm. It was a nightmare. I wanted them to be like, re- you know, fresh out of the oven and like made to order. Like, what do you mm-hmm. want? What do you want? And I was trying to, and I didn't have a pizza oven. I just had a regular oven and it was taking so long and yeah. everybody, you know, and then they didn't even like them because I don't think they are huge fans of pizza. You know, yeah. and it's just like, oh my God, it was so much I- work. Yeah, I will say this with the uni pizza oven. I'll say this. The pizzas are done. In fact, that was the problem. They're done in like 90 seconds. They're done in like 90 seconds. But that's the problem. And I want everyone to know, this is not a dis- to disparage uni pizza ovens. But you have to understand, it is not a set and forget set it and forget it. It is a an, an instrument that you have to learn to use like any other instrument and it like I made the we had leftover dough and I made the rest yesterday. That was the best pizza we had made because I learn I'm starting to learn the ins and outs of this pizza oven. You're going to need to work but with this. You, get, you have to give the oven back. <laughs> I know I have to give the oven back, but he wants me to make pizza for him when I take it back, so he can see how to use it. It it is an instrument. It's like saying like I'm just going to pick up the trumpet and start playing it. No, you have to learn how to play the trumpet. And it's the same thing. The uni pizza oven delivers like it says it's going to deliver, but it is not just you put a pizza in there and then you take it out. You have to know when to turn it. You have to know when to hold them, when to fold them. You have to know when to walk away, know when to run. You got to do all that. Okay. And, uh, and, and so it, I'm still not even a, like it got, but I, I shouldn't have, but I shouldn't have used the uni pizza oven for a party until I had mastered that instrument. That is the lesson. What's funny is I was talking to Jay Ellis today, and he actually really liked the pizza because we both liked the char. That was one of the things that I burned one. The one it was so when Richard said it was too doughy, then I burned the next one. It was a whole thing. Okay. But you know what you um, could have done? What? You could have made the bruschetta and you could have used pizza dough instead of toast and put olive oil and garlic and you know, made a little bruschetta pizza. Well, I did actually put the, I did broil the peaches in the bruschetta um, 
pizza oven. Oh, now, I, pizza oven. I talked to Jay today. Jay said, he, Jay wants to do the pizza a party again. He loved it. And maybe by then I'll have mastered it. The other thing, too, is so, so what's funny is my parents had gone during the day to a, a party somewhere else with some friends, my aunts, right? So they get back where we're in the middle of this of this party, right? My parents were like, they came in like, oh, hi, everybody. And then they left with my aunts, right? They went, they vanished inside the house. And we were all like, why don't they come out here? The backyard's huge. They could hang out with us. They could hang out somewhere else. They were like, no, 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 no. We're going to go inside. I later found out one of the aunts was like angry because she wanted to come and hang out. And my mom was like, no, we want to give Joey his privacy. And I'm like, I'm not 13 years old. Like if. If you want to come hang out, come. It's not like, mom, come on. My parents, my, they would have loved if Betty and Joe came out and hung out. They would have been so excited, right? And also, my mom the- always says, my mom always says, oh, I don't want to barge in. I want to, you know, I want to give you your independence. I don't want to barge in. I feel like it's just an excuse not to come hang out with the homos. But well, uh, maybe that's what my mom was embarrassed about. But, but the, they were actually, when I was really mad, she wanted a pizza and I offered to make her pizza. My mom was like, no, leave them alone. It was a whole thing. Here's the funny thing, though. We'll wrap the story up here. We didn't watch the movie? By the way, we were supposed to watch the same movie for my birthday. Never happened. We were supposed to watch the movie for this one. Never happened. So now my new thing is every time I invite them, I'm going to invite them under the guise of watching this movie Straight Jacket, and we'll just never watch this movie. <laughs> is, that, is that why you want to stream it for the after? after yeah, the just, after, so I, just after, so I can finally watch the movie. It. Yeah, here we go. All right. It's time for the cooking segment. And I think today's recipe that we choose for today will be the last one from this August-September issue of Cook's Country Magazine, which, by the way, you finally received, didn't you, Adam? I did, yeah. Do you have it there? No. (laughs) Wasn't there a part where I went to go get my own copy of the magazine? You know what? Let me go get it. Just, Just vamp. I'll vamp. You know, I'm a pro, Adam Burns. Yeah, so uh, I think I think we get the newest issue of Cook's Country Magazine. Um, I don't know why magazines d- date their issues like that, where they're not accurate. Maybe it has to do with the with the magazine rack or whatnot. Maybe I'm a librarian is there. Maybe she can tell us why. Because this is for the August-September issue, but I got this issue actually... In early July. Oh, here he comes. Here comes Adam Burns with his copy of the magazine. And what's funny is, based on Adam Burns' likes and dislikes, we are, you know, it's been two months. We're pretty much kind of, kind of running out of uh, of uh, things we can make, even though they have a ton of recipes like here. I'm so picky. Well, no, like, well, you are. I'm but I'm gonna I'm choosing today, but I have a few choices. I'm gonna let you choose among those choices. So Adam Burns, but today before we get into that, we made on page 22. So Cook's Country Magazine, you can get this at pretty much any bookstore, library, or a lot of your upscale supermarkets will have it too. Again, like I said, from the August September 2021 issue, uh, it says "Hold on to summer." It's green, and on the back page they have all the recipes that are in the issue on the very back cover. And today we did on page 22, we did something called Scotcheroos. And this is going to be an interesting one to talk about, Well, as we'll hear why. But first, you know, as always, let's hear about the experience of making that dish from our co-host, 
Chef Adam Burns. Adam Burns, we made scotcheroos today, this, this, this episode. Tell me about your experience making this. What does DT mean? What do you mean, what does DT mean? In the photos, it says inside this issue, and most of them have a page number. Yeah. And some of them say DT. Downtown? Uh, no, you know there's those cards in the middle. The index cards? I don't know the DT. So dinner tonight. Oh, dinner tonight. Okay. Okay. And it's, 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 I mean, so, it's one uh, of those cards. Yeah, so this was a, a fairly simple recipe. It was, uh, you know, a, it's a cereal bar, like a granola bar. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so you you have your cereal, and so you know the shopping went pretty easy. I uh, I will say they only had these really cheapo store brand butcher butterscotch chips. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if that matters. But I did want to. I believe Drew in the chat room said that he his store also only had some really cheap butterscotch, and they tasted really chemically and like fake. I'm gonna stop you for a second. I just want everyone to know. So what happened in, the, in these ingredients? Uh, there's a chocolate sort of cover on it, and it's it's a mixture of chocolate, uh, bitter semi sweet bittersweet. I'm sorry, chocolate chips and butterscotch chocolate chips. But go ahead. Yeah, so everybody, um, so everybody asked me. So anyway, the ingredients were easy to find. I found special K. Uh, I found Ghirardelli, mm-hmm. uh, bittersweet chocolate chips. Yeah. Um, you know, crunchy peanut butter, Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, all of that. So that was really easy. And I, uh, now I made a choice and I, yeah. I really didn't pay a lot of attention to the size of pan. That it said to do it. In. I was wondering uh, about this. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, no, but I, but I did consciously. I just want to tell everyone that I did not pay much attention to it. However, I thought, you know, you want these to be kind of like candy bar thickness. You don't want a big hunk of something, you know. So I purposely did it in a nine by thirteen, and I took a a, a, a bench scraper. And I really pushed it down to get it really flat on top because I was mm-hmm. trying to make, you know, a really uh, crisp bar, like a really flat and uh, microwave the, the chips. Everything was easy to do. Uh, my yeah. comment would be it's very sweet, mm-hmm. very sweet, yeah, like super sweet. Treat me, if uh, you will. Your, your teeth hurt. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's very, uh, and you know, the thing about sweet stuff, and I, look, Mark will say that I really love sweet stuff. He thinks American desserts are way too sweet because in the Philippines, their desserts are a lot less sweet than here. Um, so in general, yes, I, I like sweeter things than he does, but, um, but I like a cake or a pie because they have something else other than the sweet. Mm-hmm. It's just like it was just like all sweet. Um, the other thing was, I didn't really like the butterscotch flavor mixed with the bitter chocolate. And I don't know mm-hmm. if it was just the the fact that they were the cheapest butterscotch chips known to man, and they probably just tasted like ex- butterscotch extract or something. But uh, yeah, I mean they're they're okay. Like when I had a sandwich for lunch, I I cut a small little you know, 
sliver of one to just get a little bit of sweetness after I had my sandwich or whatever. And that was okay. But eating a whole one at one sitting, it was just like way too much. And the butterscotch I would leave out. So it, so you made yours over the weekend and I chose to save mine until Monday, yesterday. And so when you posted your magazine photos in the discord, uh, you left without comment, but some people like Drew Brooks and, um, uh, who was it else? Was it April Pacheco? Somebody else made these as well. Oh no no no! You know what it was? It was like let's get this roast to cook it. It was somebody else. If if, if, you, if someone could tell me who it was, some people had made these already. Okay, and the consensus was that they were way too sweet and that the butterscotch chips were too much. Okay, so I was like, oh my god, right? So you were like, I, what? you called me. I was, said, I called you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, you know, I live with two people here who will just fucking, they'll, they'll throw a hot pan of water in my face if it doesn't meet, match up, match up to what, they're like Gordon Ramsay, you know? So I was talking to a boyfriend of the show, Chef Aiden, who I really do think thinks like a chef. He really, I don't think like a chef. He thinks like a chef. Okay. And he goes, well, why don't you just substitute? Because I was going to do the Rice Krispies. And I go, I was worried. Come on, that's not really the, the, you know, even though they said in the recipe you can substitute it. A, I wanted that consistency from cereal. And B, I wanted to stick as close as possible to the recipe. And he said, why not just use plain, unsweetened cornflakes? I said, you know what? I'm going to do that. So A, I substituted plain Kellogg's cornflakes not sweetened. One. Two, I did not because everyone, it seemed to be universal no one liked the butterscotch chips with it. Instead I used semi-sweet with milk chocolate. Okay? I did semi-sweet with milk chocolate. Uh, And I'm going to tell you something. They were a gigantic hit in this house and with the neighbors. I am going to agree with you on one thing, too. So they have you make this, and by the recipe, in an 8-inch square baking dish. Okay? And then they have you divide it up into 9 pieces. No, 12. Maybe 16 pieces, right? Yeah, make 16 bars. They're very thick, though. They're They're very, very very thick. Yeah, they're very blocky. They're very thick. And they make 16 bars. I'm going to tell you something. Those 16 bars are so gigantic for how rich it is. Yeah. It should be 32 bars. Like, and like you even said, you had a tiny sliver. I didn't have the complaint that it was too sweet. Also, and I think this is key, I did put the Malden sea salt on top. I happen to have it here, right? I didn't, I did put salt on top, but I didn't have the right kind. So I, I didn't have I, the flaky. I just happen to have the right kind, right? And that that is, believe it, that should not be optional. It should be required because it does get some complexity. But I'm going to tell you, make these, if you make them, they're very easy, like you were saying. It, it couldn't be easier. And actually a really good summertime dessert because there's no baking or anything, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm going to tell you something, though, but the, <laughs> Raymer said that we're... <laughs> 
said that we are in Bizarro Land because Adam followed the recipe and I made adjustments. So, um, but these bars, you can cut the bars that they that they prescribe and have. I don't know who this writer is, Amanda Lucktell. Man, she must have a diabetes or get on her way because they were so gigantic and super, super, super sweet. But no, I would say though, try it if you're gonna make it. Try it in a nine by thirteen, mm-hmm. and cut it into more like a Kit Kat size rectangles or whatever, and make them thinner. I think oh, that's really? uh, or or I Snickers like, even. I, I liked how thick they were. I'm a big fan of that. I actually think no. that's a really good part of the dish. But you uh, like them yeah. than me. I, I understand. Yeah, yeah, I do. So uh, okay, so now we're gonna now this is gonna be because Adam, I'm thinking we're gonna get the next issue by the time we record the next episode. Um, well, like three months to get the first one. So yeah, but the next one comes, I think, in the beginning of September. So what I'm gonna say is, <clears throat> um, this is the last one. I'm gonna give you a choice because it's my turn to choose. Here's what I'm looking at. Okay. I'm looking at the lemon cookie bars on page 23, another dessert. I'm also intrigued by the fresh corn muffins on page 7. I'm intrigued by the Kalbi Korean grilled short ribs and number 4 page on that's on page 11 and on page 4 the bourbon chicken. Those are the ones that are are calling to me. Which ones do you like? Of those, of those, which one would you prefer? <clears throat> um, let me look at the. Does the bourbon chicken actually have bourbon? It might. Why? Well, because then I have to go buy a bourbon. Oh, why, well, man? Yeah, any. it has two tablespoons of bourbon. But you know what? You can go to the liquor store and buy one of those little, like, alcoholic size bottles. Uh, we can do the we can do the bourbon chicken. Okay, bourbon chicken. Uh, are you going to substitute chicken breast for the thighs? No, I, I don't do the substitutions anymore. I I don't do, I just do it on a weekend or I just cheat. All right, it seems pretty it's simple. It yeah, seems pretty simple. And uh, yeah, so why don't we do the bourbon chicken for those listening at home? It's meant. I read the article. It's meant to actually. It sounds bourbon chicken does not sound like this, but it's meant to to simulate. I think like orange chicken or General Tso's chicken. Like something you would get at an Asian, it's actually an Asian chicken flavor. And I will post the recipe right there in the Discord. By the way, for those who follow along on the Discord, Humble Pie has made a brand new part of the Throwing Down Discord specifically for the recipes and talking about the recipes. It's called um, The Goods. So go to the Throwing Down channel. And in The Goods, that's where we're going to put the recipe and the discussion about the recipe. I know this is going to sound weird. Yeah, I may make the muffins to go with the bourbon chicken. Should we make since we're closing out this issue? Should we make the muffins and the bourbon? Should we do it? Should we go crazy? I'm okay with that. I'm, All right, so the we're only gonna do the kind of weird because they say to serve the bourbon chicken with rice, so you like starch and starch and mm-hmm. bourbon chicken. But uh, All right. but well, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. Own. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have them separately. So for everyone listening at home, and I'll post both recipes in that channel. We're going to be making the fresh corn muffins and the bourbon chicken. And that's going to be closing out this issue of Cook's Country. And that's going to do it for the cooking segment. They should sponsor our show. I, you know you know what? They really should sponsor our show. 
or at least listen. Uh, Adam Burns, what else is going on with you? So um, it was my birthday, and yeah. uh, and I, I talked to you about I and I did some. I had an exciting birthday. Sure. I want to ask you. So we went to dinner the night before my birthday. Mm-hmm. So my birthday was fast food because I, you know, even though I'm a I'm a good cook and I do enjoy going to nice restaurants. Mm-hmm. My my uh, comfort food is fast food. Yeah. So we had an Adam day on my birthday where it was just fast food is all we ate. And then we Mm -hmm. watched a movie and, you know, we did some stuff, but, um, but on that, that's actually the day we, we shopped for art as well. But the day before we, the night before we went to watch a movie, we went to uh, eat Mm -hmm. at a restaurant at Ruth's Chris. Mm -hmm. That's a steakhouse. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of it. I have. So when we were in St. Thomas back in July, we went to this restaurant where we watched this other table and they brought out this gigantic steak that looked mm-hmm. like a Fred Flintstone sort of steak. You you know the beginning of the Flintstones where they put that big piece of meat and it weighs down. I think it's a piece of meat and it weighs down the car yeah. on one side. It's yeah. got a big bone sticking out and of it. It tips over. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so when we were in St. Thomas, we watched uh, the table next to us, one of those Fred Flintstone sort of steak. And the chef brought it out. No, he did. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah. And he c- cut it up into, you know, slices for them and put it back on this in on a on a cutting board looking thing right it looked like in the same kind of you know uh steak shape he Mm -hmm. put flaky salt over it he had a chimichurri sauce and like a couple of other berblanc or something i mean a couple of other sauces and all this kind of i was like yeah that looks so good Mm -hmm. so it was a it was a tomahawk steak now I've never had a tomahawk steak, mm-hmm. and uh, and so we were. I I was like, you know what? It's my birthday. Yeah, sure was. Normally, normally we would get a fillet or something like that, and I said, you know what? Let's get a tomahawk steak. Mm-hmm. Had one on the menu, mm-hmm. and uh, and so we we got the tomahawk steak, and uh, and they. I said, and I was expecting that we were going to have this big. No, this is a fancy, it's a $120 steak. Yeah. You know? So uh, I expected this show because we had seen this in St. Thomas. And so uh, we order it. They come out and they say, uh, and the manager comes out. Not even the chef. It's just like some manager, the assistant manager of Ruth's Chris. Mm -hmm. And she says, hey, uh, did you want me to cut this for you? You know, they just bring out on a, like a cookie sheet or something that they took it out of the oven with and two plates. And she, and we say, yeah, yeah, please serve it up, you know, whatever. And she just cuts it in half and gives a hunk to Mark and a hunk to me. There's no slice. (laughs) She, she literally cuts it off the bone, cuts it in half and Mark gets one big hunk and I get another big hunk, no slicing, Mm -hmm. you know, 
Now, now the restaurant in St. Thomas was not a Ruth's Chris. So, I mean, I don't, I just, I'd over anticipated what it might be like, you know, Mm -hmm. but we just got this hunk and then, you know, it tasted all right. It it was okay, but I mean, it wasn't Mm -hmm. any better than a filet in my opinion. Yeah. And the, and the other thing is she goes, uh, do you want us to wrap up the bone for you to take home? You know, some people like to give it to their dogs or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, it's not a very fancy. So, uh, so we had this, we had that and um, again, it was okay. But it, and I told Daniel this story and he thought that maybe, you know, I just didn't like, uh, he thought I, I just didn't like the taste of it or something because, it, but it wasn't the taste. I just wanted the experience. And then I was disappointed because I really wanted the creme brulee for dessert. Okay. And apparently they give you a dessert for your birthday, but you don't get to choose what it is. Okay. And it was not the creme brulee. It was like a chocolate, a flourless chocolate cake. You you do realize that you are an adult and you're paying for this restaurant and you can buy a creme brulee, correct? Yeah, but I didn't want to. The thing is, we were full and I I didn't want to. They were bringing this out. They were giving it to us for free. And I didn't mm-hmm. want to say, no, I don't want the free. You know, they had they wrote happy birthday on the plate in chocolate. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to leave it there and not eat it. And mm-hmm. then it, if we ordered the creme brulee as well, and we were already full, mm-hmm. I mean, it was a good meal. It was a good meal. I just, it wasn't quite as good as it could have been. Had I, you know, had the experience been better for the tomahawk steak and I got a creme brulee, mm-hmm. it would have been perfect. So the experience was good, but how was the actual steak itself? How did you like it? The steak was good, but I mean, it wasn't Okay. I, a steak is a steak to me. Okay. I'm more, I'm more like how tender is something. And in, in honesty, a filet is more tender than this steak. It's the most out. tender. It's the most tender meat you're going to get on, right. on, a, on beef. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, but, but at the end of the day, the flavor, I mean, they had melted butter on the plate with garlic and all that. So the flavor was really good. I mean, I enjoyed the flavor. I just, it just felt like she just threw a hunk of meat on our plate. The problem, you know, so like most steak lover, I I always feel like a filet mignon is like, again, for someone who wants to show off that they're buying the filet mignon. The reason the filet mignon is so expensive is that there's a part of the cow underneath the top, you know, that top bone, there's a, a tube of meat that sits underneath that bone and uh, it doesn't move at all when the cow's alive. And because of that, there's no tendons. It doesn't get any. It doesn't get tough at all, and it's very, very tender. <clears throat> but there's, there's only a limited amount of it. And because there's only a limited amount of it, it's very expensive. But I always find filet mignons to be very flavorless because they have like almost zero fat, but also zero tendon. So there's nothing to flavor. It's just a very tender piece of meat, and there isn't a lot of it, so it's very expensive. For my money, the ribeye is a combination of both it's as tender as you're going to get for that kind of meat it has a lot of especially at a good restaurant like ruth's chris a lot of really good marbling and um and so i think i think often with a tomahawk they've combined two or three of the ribs together so one big thick 
piece of steak. Well, a, tom- a tomahawk, from what I read, is a ribeye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, think they, I think they, the yeah, they leave the bone and they cut. I think it's it's not just the one rib meat part. Like when you get beef ribs, when you get beef ribs, what that is is what they cut off from the ribeye. If that makes any sense. So, um, so yeah, it's basically the beef rib with the ribeye steak, you know? And so, uh, and so what I was going to say is, um, the ribeye is the most tender, wonderful part of the beef. But if you just like tender, well, then you're going to want to go with the filet mignon. Yeah. But maybe you should have just gone with the filet mignon instead of thinking instead of thinking well, about what other trying. people are doing. Oh, there's this it's this, you know, they bring it out, everyone sees we got the tomahawk. But you no, know, but that's did. going back that's going back full circle to where like go with what you like. If you want the creme brulee, get the creme brulee. If you want the tomahawk, I mean you want the filet mignon, get the filet mignon. You're the one paying the bill. Oh, actually, so, uh, so they're, they're talking about prime rib in the, in the chat room. I love prime rib. So do I. Love it. Oh my goodness. I, you know, I've never made one. I've Why never cooked you? a prime rib. Why would I? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just something, you know, I've never, I, I like to know how to cook things that I like, but mm-hmm. I've, for whatever reason, it's kind of, it seems kind of complicated. Oh no! I take that back. I did make a prime rib, and you no, know, for Thanksgiving, I did make a prime rib. Yeah. So I'm I'm lying to you. But anyway, but I I normally like to dip my beef, either a steak or a prime rib, in uh in watermelon sauce. Oh yeah. So uh so 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 listen to this. So the day after, I'm such an old man. The day after the pizza party, I don't know what it was. I, you know, everyone went home around 11. I cleaned up and I went right to bed. I was asleep before my head hit the pillow. And I slept until like, oh my God, I slept like nine hours. But when I woke up, I was still so effing tired. Like I was just drained. I was exhausted. I don't know if it's the weather. I don't know what it is, right? Because all of a sudden it's been really hot and all of a sudden it was really cold. So I mean, literally, I had brunch with my parents. We have brunch every Sunday at home. And I told them after brunch, I go, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to sleep until I, if I sleep the, until next tomorrow, I'm fine with it. I'm so tired. Well, John Paul calls me. Well, John Paul made this crazy revelation the night before when Evil John was there about how Evil John is going to be on Let's Make a Deal. And I'm like, this, of course he is, right? Of course Evil John is going to be on Let's Make a Deal. So John Paul tells me. He has to dress up. Yes. Oh, yes. Dude, we're going to get to that. Is he like a Barbie doll? Hold on. So John Paul tells me, you know, John Paul bought a house in Palm Springs and they're renovating it. So he says to me, hey, listen, I'm on my way to Palm Springs. Do you want to go with me? And I've been promising for months to go with John Paul to finally see his house that he bought in Palm Springs. And Adam, I'm so tired. If it would have been, I would have said no. And I would had. I was almost going to turn off my phone if i would have turned off my phone a minute before like i was going to i would have missed a call and been like oh sorry i missed a call but he got a hold of me and i said sure you should have been like i've got covid i I know (laughs) i was so tired i was so so tired like i my heart hurt that's how tired i was 
So uh, I agree to go. He's going to be there in half an hour. So I get ready and I go with him. And he has a Tesla. So on the way, he's like, we need to pull off and go to the, one of these fast these supercharging stations and walk around to Target for a bit while I charge my car. So we did, right? And I had to do that. And then we got in the car. We go to Palm Springs. I go, so why are you going to Palm Springs? And he goes, I have to meet with the contractor and tell him some things that we want done around the house. I have to measure some walls for the wallpaper. And John needs me to get something for him. And I don't think anything of it, right? We get to Palm Springs. And the contractor's not going to be there for another 20 minutes. So he's like, well, let me get what John was looking for. First, he pulls out a giant John Cena doll that evil, that evil John needed. I don't know why. It was a gigantic John Cena doll. The wrestler? The wrestler. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The wrestler. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The wrestler. Because they had seen some, I guess John Cena is in some movie right now, and they had seen him in it, and they so now he wanted the John Cena doll at the house. Then he's just digging through all these boxes, and I go, what are you looking for now? Let me help you. And he goes, John needs me to find his Popeye costume for when he goes on Let's Make a Deal. And I was like, what? So then we spent so much time looking for a Popeye. And then he's calling John. Now, John, I can't find it. And he's like, <laughs> yelling and screaming. We can't find the Popeye costume. He's going to go on. Let's make a deal. So we do all that. We go to lunch. We head home. I'm so tired. Whatever. The point is, went to Palm Springs, and Evil John is going to be on Let's Make a Deal. I will find out, everyone, I will find out the date, and I will tell you when it airs. Trust and believe, Mama. You will see Evil John on Let's Make a Deal. It will happen. Is John Paul, isn't, didn't you say John Paul works for? He works in television, but nothing, but nothing to do with Let's Make a Deal. I was going to say, does he just get Evil John into games? and stuff no this is just a completely separate deal that i i guess what john paul is explaining is they have a friend who works on let's make a deal i think i could be wrong here something about someone i maybe jay will correct me some somehow they ran across someone who works on let's make a deal and i guess they're having trouble getting people to show up because of covid rules so he knew john would fit the, the criteria and so like asked john to go on let's make a deal and so, but I think John has to audition, or maybe he already auditioned. He passed the audition. It was a whole thing. It's it's a very very uh, complicated thing. All right, Adam Burns, have you said everything you were going to say about on today's episode of Throwing Down? I love I black so. people. Okay, that was very bizarre. But if, all right, if you want to say that, is there anything else? Nope. Oh my God! Stop. I'm going to die. Really? Stop it right now. Stop it. Stop it. Stop what? Stop it. Stop. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Throwing Down with Adam and Joe. Follow Adam Burns on Twitter at GeekyGayTV. You can also email Adam Burns at adamburns.uk at gmail.com or visit his website at geekygay.com. 
You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Throwing Down is an Afterthought Media podcast.